Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith and today I want to do something a little bit different. Uh, here in the United States, we just recently, at least as I record this, just recently, February 13th, uh, experienced the death of one of our Supreme Court Justices, Antonin Scalia. Uh, Justice Scalia was a fascinating individual to me. Uh, he died at 79 of a very apparent natural causes. He's 79 years old. Um, I don't want to get into politics because we don't do politics here at Tomorrow's World. We don't talk about conservative or, or liberal. We talk about truth and we talk about right or wrong. We do not engage in politics. And I will freely admit there are decisions that Antonin Scalia has made as a part of being part of the Supreme Court that I do think were bad for the country. I don't agree with everything he ever did, but I did appreciate his approach to the Constitution. And I appreciated the kind of mind and philosophy, if you will, that he brought to such considerations. And I thought it appropriate here on the occasion of his death uh, to reflect on just a couple of things about his life. Uh, one is his approach to the Constitution and how I think that really reminds me concerning uh, how we should really approach the Bible. Uh, there was a good piece about him written in the Wall Street Journal on February 14th, the day after he died, by, uh, titled this, uh, Antonin Scalia was democracy's legal champion. And in it he talks about, the author, uh, Michael McConnell, talks about Scalia's approach to law. And he makes this point. Well, for one, you may not be familiar with uh, constitutional uh, jurisprudence, and as some of you are viewing from countries that don't have a constitution. You, you organize your government in other ways. But there are a variety of approaches, and we see some really dominating these days. One approach is this idea that the Constitution was written more than 200 years ago. Let's just invest our own ideas in the words. We don't have to understand the words for how they're originally intended. Uh, we can sort of adapt them to modern mores uh, based on how we currently understand things. And it, it pictures the Constitution as something very flexible and also, frankly, very fuzzy, where when you think about that approach, a judgment based on the Constitution could simply differ from judge to judge to judge as administrations uh, and compositions of the court change over the years. Antonin Scalia's approach was different. Uh, he was what was often called a constructionist. Uh, and Mr. McConnell really summarizes his approach to the Constitution really well in this article. He says this was Scalia's approach concerning the Constitution. It means what it says. It means what those who enacted it meant to enact. Very simple. His belief was regardless of what change you want to see in society, we can't pretend the Constitution says anything other than it does. And if we want to change certain things, change the Constitution. Don't just treat it like fuzzy words that don't have inherent meaning or where there wasn't intention by the author. And I find that reflected in how God asks us to approach the Bible. Uh, God mentions in Deuteronomy 12 and verse 32 concerning His commands and His ordinances. He says, don't add to them and don't take away from them. Today I see that just thrown away, frankly, into the dustbin. I see individuals claiming to be theologians and scholars of the Bible that frankly are trying to force modern ideas into the Bible finding room in the Bible for things so completely unbiblical as same-sex marriage. There is no room in the Bible, legitimate room within the text and the clearly indicated intention of the Bible for such things. And yet, people want it in their churches, and so we don't really care what the words say. We're going to make them say what we want. 
Uh, and I find that approach appalling. I know it nauseates God. And I find a right approach to the Bible reflected in Antonin Scalia's passion for interpreting the Constitution for how it was intended to be interpreted. Another item, I want to just cover two in this brief webcast, uh, that I, one of the things I like about Antonin Scalia was his mind. He had a great head on his shoulders. Again, I didn't always agree with him, but he really was a good thinker. And uh, I found a book by Ze'ev Chafetz in which he had uh, collected commencement speeches by a variety of individuals. And he had this quote, which credit where it's due. I heard the quote uh, on a, a podcast by Albert Moeller, dug up this book and found it. It was a quote by uh, Antonin Scalia to a group of people uh, as a commencement address in 2010. And he was addressing this idea that, you know, we need to act in accordance with our conscience. And he added an element to that that I don't think we always think of. Uh, he pointed out here, more important than your obligation to follow your conscience or at least prior to it, is your obligation to form your conscience correctly. Oh, I wish that we embrace that in our society and civilization today. It's not just about acting on your conscience. It's about forming your conscience correctly. And then you have something solid to act on. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. That wisdom from Antonin Scalia applies so much to all of our lives today. We can't expect ourselves to make right moral and ethical judgments based on our consciences until we have formed our conscience correctly. And God's Word and the guidance of God is the key to doing that. So anyway, he will be missed. And personally, he's one of the individuals I look forward to seeing in the general resurrection and having a good long chat with. Anyway, I hope you've appreciated this webcast, and I do hope you'll check out everything else we have to offer at tomorrowsworld.org.